2: didn't invite me.
3: Welcome to fear me. Fear me.
0: You
1: see me. Me.
0: Hi, I'm Kim.
2: Stuart. Scott. And Ross.
0: <laughs> hey, Ross is back. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we had to wake him. Welcome back, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's our eye in the sky, Happy Ross.
0: Happy 4th of July, everybody. Yeah,
4: how about that?
0: Woo, boom. Okay. Did everybody do fireworks?
4: Uh, no. Nope. We did.
0: Scott slept, I did. probably. I did. We did Purple Rain, which Ross's wife gave to me. Did you do Purple Rain too, Ross?
2: We did, straight from the south of the border. On That's right. Oh, is that where you got it? Yeah, so right it's... off I-95, yep. Nice. nice. Oh yeah, we scared the crap out of the kids.
4: We stocked up. <laughs> south of the border, Pedro loves you.
0: Yeah, Lorena made a special <laughs> trip to South of the Border just for you.
2: That's right, absolutely
0: for our girls' game.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I was. I, I got the uh, play-by-play. I said, no, get those. Don't get those. Get these. on oh, the whole bit. It's awesome.
4: <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Wow.
2: Yeah, Lorena's got the inside scoop, huh? That's right Mm mm-hmm yeah we're Mm. we're consumers of the uh pyrotechnics we had a we had a big time in the cul-de-sac last night it was good times
0: and how many fingers did you guys blow off
2: uh none luckily good yeah the kids congratulations
0: banner
4: year in the ross house
2: yeah 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 we can't say so much for the kids but leon and i did fine yeah we were okay that's good that's good
4: yeah they don't matter it's always important Yeah, they're little Maybe fingers anyway. So yeah, they <laughs> bounce back quickly. They can still make the field goal sign with if his fingers, bad. right?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and Scott, you made it back to the states. Yes, I did. I did from from Green Ireland.
0: And how was it?
4: So, oh, it's lovely. It was green. It was beer. <laughs> and there was castles. There was green beer. And there was beer. fish and chips and some beer st patrick's day every day they drank beer and they cooked with beer what wow i tell you what guys my dream yes reality but you guys didn't
3: drink like whiskey or anything like that just beer
4: no no we had a little whiskey okay good jameson and more beer and more beer (laughs) oh yeah of course yeah (laughs) Now I fell in love with the beer over there. It was a uh, Guinness brewed. It was called a um, Hop House Thirteen Lager. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fantastic. And it didn't. And you yeah. didn't have to cut it with a knife. Um, oh, mm.
0: That's why I don't like Guinness. Ah, yeah, exactly.
4: Well, you would have liked this one. You would have liked this one. This is a, a crisp lager type beer. It was real.
0: Did you guys do any drinking contests?
4: Um.
0: Well, we we tended <laughs> we,
4: maybe I unofficially.
3: Think... Yeah, probably just our brothers getting together just tends to be a contest,
4: doesn't it? Oh, we bet on everything. Yeah, matter exactly. of fact, we were watching the Euro Euro uh, soccer games, and everybody would pick the scores. You know, like two to one in regulation, two to one in overtime. You know, stuff like that on all the games we could watch. Nobody ever won.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, but nobody you know what? Everybody
3: the correct. Everybody won.
4: No, it was wonderful. It really, did. I had a, I had a great time. I wish, wish you guys had been there with us.
0: But, yeah, we do too. We we're pretty jealous.
4: I will bet you should, but, yeah, but we we're busy. We had stuff care. to do. We had. We, we held had done pod- the fort while you were gone. Yeah, we had a podcast care. to run here. I don't give a rat's the rat's ass what you Stuff. Should have been there. We could have done the podcast over there. Live from Ireland. Oh, you're me brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should have. That would have been you, cool.
3: Yeah, you would never have done that. Yeah. The motivation
4: probably wasn't there. Oh, I would have done it. Did you Whoa. pick up any good lingo? Well, I can tell you this. Um it, it's funny. Uh instead of fuck they say feck. <laughs> okay. And the funny thing about what it is feck? what the feck? Ah, feck it. Um the funny part though is I think they think they're saying it to sound nicer. <laughs> oh <know>? really? <laughs> yeah, like it's a nice thing. What have the way Irish been
0: away, afraid of that? I don't know.
4: I don't know. I mean, they do tend to fight. Then they realize they're fighting with a brother and make up over huh. drinks. Yeah. Um, pubs were awesome. Crammed full of people watching soccer games. Very cool. But actually, I tell you what, the weather was fantastic. I mean, we That's had good. mainly sunny days over there. It was really cool. Um, it's it, it was also weird, too, because some of the coast, when you looked at it, looked like you were in the Caribbean.
1: What? I mean, what do you mean? Oh,
4: yeah. With I'm ferns some and photos, palms yeah. all over the place. It's oh. over the blue water. Oh, uh, you didn't want to go into the water. Some idiots were surfing in the water. It was Good lord. Cold as hell, but uh
0: it frees your you, balls off, man.
4: But if but if you weren't, you know, if you weren't expecting, you would have been like, "Damn, where the hell am I?" Yeah. <laughs> well, we're we're glad to have you back, though. No, yes, thanks. indeed, Scott. Yes, yes we, we are. Thank nice you. To you. Thank you. I am assuming you guys had a rockin' show last time. It was I haven't had a chance awesome. to listen to yet. It was yeah, I don't, really I don't awesome. know if
3: I'd I'd say it was rockin'. It was damn really? good though. But Ross probably is not the
0: term. I think Ross did really well. Thank you. Really? Yeah,
3: yeah. I appreciate really? that. We had, a, good we had a great we had a great discussion, and um, I mean, how you can sure you not? Preacher's been great.
4: Yeah, I agree. I I tell you what, guys. I, you know, I watched both episodes back to back, and um, which kind of screwed me up a little bit. I couldn't tell which one was the what was the beginning of the second episode. <laughs> I had to go back and watch it again, <laughs> uh, and I was a little. Little jet lagged while watching it, but man, I had so many questions just on the damn first episode, yeah. But, right. uh, but, uh, yeah, great, great show. What do you, what's, um, Kim, what you drinking?
0: Oh, well, I am actually drinking, um, well, you can't see me,
4: no, <laughs> but you can tell our listeners what you're drinking.
0: I can't, I just picked up my beer though to show you, so that's why I was saying that. Um, <laughs> I am drinking one of my new favorites, which I've talked about before on the podcast, and that's Going Coastal by Sweetwater, the oh. IPA with pineapple. Mm-hmm. It's just my favorite beer now.
4: Right. Very nice. Very nice. I got, got a to... bunch
0: for 4th of July,
4: so. Very cool. I got a backup one sitting right in front of me myself.
0: Oh, of Going Coastal?
4: Uh-huh, but it's not nice. my first one.
0: Oh. oh okay. okay. What are you drinking?
4: I am drinking, um, it's called Resin from Six um brewery in brooklyn and it is uh it is about the hoppiest damn thing i've ever drank really Um, yeah it's pretty wicked hot uh really high alcohol content so if you know if all of a sudden i just drift away or start (laughs) dribbling my mouth um just we'll know why (laughs) just move on folks um i wouldn't say it's i wouldn't say it's great uh it's uh, it's it's uh it's it's it'll burn on the way down. Let me put it that way. <laughs> it's it's Scott just hit the table.
2: <laughs> it's very very. <laughs> if you starts sounding like ours face anytime soon. Then
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, anyway, yeah. So I'm drinking resin. Stu, what are you drinking? <laughs> what do you think? Oh God, seriously. <laughs> PBR buddy, Fourth of July, red, white, and uh, blue.
1: Oh Gosh, my god!
4: Just shoot me, Ross. What do you know. got? All
2: right, I've got a um, delicious bottle of what we call around here Pilot Mountain Pale Ale. Ooh, oh yeah. I've uh, heard of that. From Foothills Brewing Company out of Winston Salem. Nice. Yes. Uh, it's good stuff. Good. So
0: another North Carolina beer. Cool.
2: Yep, excellent. Yep. Keeping awesome. the state going. Absolutely. One beer at a time. Yep.
0: All right, so we are going to review Preacher Season 1, Episode 5, called Sundowner. So, did everybody figure out what Sundowner was? I hope you noticed it.
3: (laughs) I think so. Because we were speculating
0: last week what Sundowner could be, like if it was a name of an RV, or if it had something to do with Cassidy because he's a vampire. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. Even this past week I was thinking, oh, maybe it's the name of a horse. and then it's like so obvious at the start you don't know what you don't know what it was scott
4: i do not i you know in all in all honesty i didn't even think about the title of the show until just when you mentioned it and i looked down um Ah. i know i I, you know i didn't i i'd have to think about it what what does what what does it mean sundowner motel oh for god's sakes sure
0: yeah, so when the, the crazy woman angel, the Texas cheerleading mom,
4: yeah. when
0: she went in the truck mm-hmm. and got the Bible out of the truck and opened mm-hmm. it up, it said Sundown yeah, Sundowner Motel. Yeah, and so that transition
4: she when, when she looked at that, and then all of a sudden, bam, Sundowner Motel was awesome.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was so, great. Did, so did you guys like this episode? I,
4: I did. did.
2: Yeah, I did. I, it seemed like it was uh... – a little bit slower at parts i know that really? we say that sometimes but it did seem like this one was a little bit slower in parts
4: huh. i felt the exact probably opposite. probably well i i could see that brian with like the um the stuff with tulip and em- emily yes that yeah. that slowed down a little bit i didn't i'm not saying it wasn't uh, a good part of the story even though it did kind of go on a tangent i'm not really happy with but um uh, but yeah that did drag at that point What about you, Stuart? What did you think? Well,
2: the Eugene stuff too. I think added to that
3: slowness, but
4: yeah, um, yeah,
2: it was necessary. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was necessary stuff, but just to slow it down a little bit and give us some more, you know, uh, more meat to the story. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you can't
3: beat that fight scene at the start. Was awesome.
4: No, that was the best. Was
2: incredible.
3: Probably one of the best
4: parts of the entire series. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, that was that was so well played visually. That um, and and it was hilarious. I mean, yeah. it, really, it was so crazy. It was hilarious.
0: I love that we didn't really see what was going on, that we just saw it through that little hole in the wall.
4: Yeah. So you just kind of had to oh, use yeah. your
3: imagination about what was going on. Well,
0: you and got, then all I mean, of a sudden, you just st- see
3: all these bodies piling up. Well, yeah, yep. you're backing away when they're backing away and you just hear, oh, she's got an axe or like little snippets right. of like things. Grab that was, her it foot. was really well done. Yeah, it was yeah. very well done.
4: Yeah, that was cool. But even before you, even before you had that hole in the wall scene, just the whole fight scene with with the uh, with the seraphim was just a riot. Well, because yeah. they all kept popping back
1: up. <laughs> oh, I know,
0: and I love that they started out the episode with that, and then it carried over past the credits. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. how long it took for this episode, for like what portion of that episode consisted of just the fight scene, but it felt like it took up quite a bit.
4: I would say probably, you know, maybe fifteen percent of the episode was just that. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, they started them out um, where they left off in the last one, which was um, right when they're you know they're back in the diner. So like Scott, you said you watched both of them consecutively, which it would bleed right into the next one. Right, and that's what threw
4: me off a little bit because I I got to the end of the episode and then I you know I went to get a pull up a recap so that we have some kind of then you went and drank another resin. Yeah, and then. So I'm reading the... And I went, oh, that was the beginning of the episode. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I went back and watched it again just so I could get that... uh, Get the sense of how the episode actually felt when it started. So, yeah, what did Yeah, what did you think, Kim? Did you get your two cents in there?
0: Oh, yeah, I loved it. It, I think this is probably one of my favorite episodes. They keep getting better and better. I think I say that every week. Yeah. But the fight scene was my favorite part about the whole thing. But...
4: Well, you didn't say it two weeks ago. Did I? Oh, I said it was pretty slow you... that week, right? No, no, no. No, you just not Oh, I there. wasn't
0: there. Yes.
4: That's right. So there.
0: Well, I still like that episode, too.
4: <laughs> yeah, we had
3: a lot of pauses during that, that, episode, or that uh, broadcast. <laughs> a lot like, of Kim, dead what'd air. what would you think?
0: Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> uh, no, but I really did like this. and I.
4: <laughs> that was a very thoughtful interview there with Kim.
0: <laughs> but I also really like the Eugene parts of
4: this episode. Mm-hmm. Except I, I gotta say I. Why were the kids embracing oh, him all of a sudden? Don't get too much into it. I think
1: we got we got yeah, a we can get a too far to discuss on that. Yes, I think
3: did. because yeah, I, I had the same feeling, Scott. I totally uh-huh. did, but I don't I don't want to go into that too too much cause, really yeah well because that ties all into the the shocking ending of it too. Well, let's
0: just get into the episode.
3: All
4: right, let's get into the
3: episode. Yeah, dealing here. with Fiore De Blanc. and De Blanc and De Blanc. Fiore.
4: The Blanc and, Fiori and the fact that they finally admit what is inside Jesse. Yes. Right. Especially when Jesse orders them with the monster voice. Tell, Tell me. me. Right. And they they spit it out about. I was meniscus. wondering if that was gonna
3: work on them. Oh, I know. Yeah, evidently. But yeah, so they, he uh, he tells them that they he has the spawn of the a what a demon and an angel in and see right. I told you they right. were and angels.
1: <laughs>
4: A baby. a baby a baby yeah i loved that i loved his retort when he says so it's like a demon angel baby and he's like if by baby you mean the most powerful entity ever known the singular force that will shift the balance of power threaten all of you of creation well then yeah it's a baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
0: great. you know most children yeah. are like that mm-hmm. they will want to they will make you want to kill somebody
3: that's okay that's an interesting they're, term. They're, yeah uh, generally they're more on the demon side they are S- <laughs> totally.
1: Stuart
4: Stuart are you uh,
3: missing any children by chance have you counted uh currently they uh-huh. are all asleep so yes I'm missing all five of them happily
4: wow, wow. Hmm. <laughs> let's hope it, let's hope folks children? that it's only a temporary situation that they've lost those children Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. The phones That's are great. Coming. Calls are coming from inside the
1: house. <laughs> <You're> right.
3: <laughs> so. Maybe for two days later after I actually post this
4: broadcast.
0: Do you think it's interesting that this thing's name is Genesis? The beginning?
4: Well, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that.
2: I love how they call out how kind of corny the name is for it.
3: Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah that uh, You're like, that's uh
4: Cassidy called
3: it out,
1: didn't
4: he? Well he standed back there and he goes, You mean the band? Oh, that's a terrible name.
1: <laughs> and he said it a couple <laughs> times too. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not I'm not calling it that.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Genesis. And it got out of its coffee can domicile. And our boys uh The old timer. The Blanc and Fiori want to get him back in the can.
0: But we never did find out how it got out, which I guess doesn't really matter, maybe.
4: Well, they, they didn't know, remember? They, you know, Jesse asked them, and they, they said, well, we're not sure. And then and then he asked them, uh, well, why did it pick me? And they said, well, we're not sure of that either.
0: Oh, that's right. But didn't they also say, like, this is our first time? So what does that mean? This is their first time watching this
4: thing? No, I think it's the first time this thing's ever escaped. Eh. Yeah. Because they're custodians.
3: But what is, yeah, I mean, what's the book of Genesis in the Bible, though? It's
4: the starting of the earth, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Starting mm-hmm. of all life.
4: Starting right. of all life. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, this this thing evidently has the power to rival God. Yep. Well, it's good and evil, right? Isn't yes. it? Uh, you know. I mean. So it's the devil and the, God. The Most right. Powerful. The foundation.
2: Yeah. Which
3: in itself is humanity or the earth. Right.
4: So. Oh well, as they put it, they said management decided to keep it quiet. Management. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
3: I thought, you know, it was a great scene when they, they take off after the blonde uh, heading out, the, the soccer
4: mom, heading yeah. out to her yeah. car. And I didn't catch oh. it at first, but, you know, um, Fiori, the tall guy, yells, hey, you got a phone in there. And it's one of those uh, God phones. Oh, yeah. That, that they have. Oh, right. And that's why they start kicking her ass.
0: I thought he just noticed, I thought he just knew who she was when she walked in room.
4: The- no, no. Mm-hmm. He pointed into, you saw, he pointed into the van and he goes, you got a phone in there. And then they started kicking her ass. No, he was watching her the entire time in the restaurant. Right. Yeah. He suspected. Yeah, right. yeah. He suspected. They, they,
1: yeah.
0: I love that they picked yeah. a Texas soccer mom.
4: Yeah, exactly. So
0: unassuming. It was like perfect. So, for the First.
4: seraphim or the soccer fin.
0: So do you guys know what seraphim is? I looked it up actually. Hit me. It's an angelic being, makes sense, um, that belongs to the highest order of ninefold celestial hierarchy associated with light, ardor, and purity, and it's a guardian of heaven.
4: Right. Which I thought was really interesting because, you know, the, the dudes do explain to him that, they, that it is the highest order of, of angels and that it is. But they say almost in disgust, and they're all into order and, and peace, you know? Yeah. Which I was kind of like, hmm. So these guys are not for order and peace.
3: Well,
0: these well, guys... are almost
4: kind of jealous. Yeah. In a way, it like... These
0: guys are Adelphi angels. They're like right. the, the bureaucrats, Lower caste. But yeah, lower caste. Yeah. So to me, I keep bringing up St. Michael. They're still like St. Michael to me. They keep the order, right?
4: You're talking about the seraphim?
0: No. Those Those guys?
4: A... What's his name? No, mix? I think Michael's mm. Michael's the cool. defender of heaven. He's 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 Action Jackson. Yeah, right he's there. like an archangel,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, he's like a yeah. These guys are a little more I don't want to use the word bumbling, but they kind of they are in this instance, but they're uh they're They're, they're angel
4: uh, pe- they're angel uh pencil pushers.
2: Yeah, they're the hell. You think so? Yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yep. Like in an office space type of movie, they would be like
4: Mhm. The They'd be the bags. guy with the stapler. Okay. Yeah, my steepler. Where's my stapler? Where's
1: my, stapler? <laughs> Where's my genesis?
4: <laughs> it's not in the can. Please put it back in the can. <laughs>
0: uh, well, they almost seem like they're brand new to the job. Like, they don't really know what they're doing. Or maybe they were just being stupid one day.
4: Well, they're, and they were like, they're, let's see
0: what
1: happens.
4: Well, they're outside their element. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're... Like like we're saying, I think we're they're kind of clerical, and all of a sudden they're having to go out into the field, and they're not used to doing that. Now, I'm I'm you know they know that they can get it back into the can by singing the song. But let me ask you this: if you know that, then hadn't the thing gotten out of the can before?
0: Oh, good point. Hmm.
3: Or it just enjoyed that song, and that's how they calmed it down when it was in the can.
4: Well, maybe, but they yeah, okay. Spent a lot of time in the can. It is a can.
0: Yeah. I can picture the can sitting on a table and just, like, shaking back and forth when it's pissed off. Yeah, and then they sing to the it, song. and it calms yeah. down.
4: Especially especially when you have, like, Michael Jackson on or something like that. It starts dancing around.
0: Yeah. It gets excited. That's
4: exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> and that's a thriller.
3: Yeah, you I stole can't... my thunder, Scott. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, excellent.
3: What do you do when you put Michael Jackson on? It, I dance. It's kind of like <laughs> you got these guys... Uh,
2: It's true, you do have
1: to.
4: (laughs) Like they've been given a
2: responsibility, maybe, you know?
4: Yeah. Well, do you think they got
3: it, or they took it their own? Well, yeah. I mean, they don't want it. They screwed up, and they don't want anybody else to know what they're doing, for one thing. Absolutely. And, uh, which is why, when they were contemplating what to do in that last episode, when the phone was ringing the entire time. Exactly. And then, once the phone stopped ringing, then it was like, okay, it's too late, because... Whoever was trying to contact them is on their way, now, which is yeah.
4: Now knows we were we were not there.
3: Yeah, and that's where our seraphim is coming coming about. Is that what you were talking about, Brian?
4: Yeah, you, I'm
2: sorry you guys were breaking up real bad, but what I was basically saying is, it almost seemed like maybe they were given a new responsibility, and they screwed up their first opportunity to to kind mm-hmm. of uh, uh, show that they can do the Prove job. Themselves. And so now they're trying to cover, you know,
4: yeah, cover their, you know, cover yeah. Their, you may cover be right. Ass. Yeah, there may be. They may be new to the job and, and screwed up on their first chance. Sure.
0: Yeah, so apparently the seraphim doesn't know about the Genesis either, though. Mm-mm. She's just there to get those
4: guys back into heaven. Well, she, right. She's there to find out why they're out. Right. Well, What, what was on the wanted poster? Their pictures. Was, like, their faces. Those what, guys. Just the, them, them, right? yeah. yep. Yep, uh, just the two of them, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, just the two of them. Yeah, okay.
0: It was a so heavenly wanted poster.
3: Yeah, so she was
4: carrying that. In hunting
3: right. those two down, not knowing right. what what they had. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't exactly. realize that. All right,
4: right, because the guys were trying to make sure that it wasn't out of the bag. That was the, the whole idea of what they were doing. But the
3: next thing we learn is that they're not the only ones. That once you die,
4: they just have a flash of light and come right. back into right. being, the same outfit. Right, evidently all the angels do.
0: Hmm. Right, so we learn that the only way to subdue either one of them is to actually. Um, restrain them and not kill them or,
4: yeah or keep them alive but cut them up disarticulate <laughs> which is which is Can what they imagine? did to the soccer mom
3: right but not after many many clones were killed
2: right
4: yeah. a pile oh God. a pile of- <laughs> best <laughs> fight scene ever yeah what a great scene yes best best fight scene i've seen in a long time i mean there was so much creativity in the visuals of that it was just it was incredible
0: and how did Jesse not get hurt at all? These guys are like dying left and right. Jesse's still there. And then Cassidy comes in and he's
4: still fine. What's up but with that? But you know that? what? I mean, there's all those kinds of questions. How did no one else in the hotel hear about it? Yeah. How, how come the sheriff was oh. there? But you know what? Yeah. I didn't care. I didn't care either. No. I did not care. Yeah. It was crazy. It was great. A great not until scene. after
3: it was all over when I even yeah. thought of that.
4: Right. Yeah. And I even love the fact that, you know, that they're still standing in the parking lot covered in blood. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm just right. like you know they're very casual about the whole thing afterwards you know and then and then i then jesse whips out the monster voice and tells them to stay away from him
0: oh yeah afterwards right what yeah. um Stop. what did uh cassidy say
4: cassidy started um when i think when when jesse whips out that monster voice and stops the angels in their tracks mm-hmm that's the first time I saw Je- uh, Cassidy's face look like, oh, ca- crap, there's something wrong here. Uh-huh. You know, because he, he looked at him real weird like, uh, oh, that's not good. That you could order around angels. And because, uh, you know, he, he got into the other van, but you can see he was looking at Jesse like, uh, something's not good here.
1: Oh,
0: I know what it was. I'm thinking of when Cassidy first got there. And he's like, what? You had a party without me?
4: That's yes, right. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> he shoots her an head, and he's like, "Nobody's going to say thanks."
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: because <laughs> at that point they were trying to tie her up so that she right. wouldn't Exa- rejoin exactly. again.
3: But the other thing that we learned yeah. there that was interesting was that when they said they got killed, sometimes they what? How do they call it? they rejuvenate? Like right nearby, and sometimes right. they don't know. Yeah,
4: right. I did think it was hilarious, though. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but um, as soon as uh, you know, Cassidy gets there and shoots her and, and, you know, starts talking about it. All of a sudden, you see that light flash of her coming back. And you, and you don't see it, but you hear Cassidy go, ah,
1: shite. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> Even before they got to the sundowner, um, when Jesse hustled them into the truck uh-huh. and got them to run there, and he's they're explaining all that stuff to him, and, and Jesse's listening to all this stuff, and he just goes, god damn. Angels.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. great. <laughs> great reaction.
3: Yeah, we don't talk so much about, like, his lines. He has some good one-liners. Oh, yeah, definitely. He does.
4: He had several in this episode.
0: But, you know, the big thing here is that Jesse finds out that what's inside of him is not God. Yes. So what's inside right. of him mm-hmm. is not necessarily a good thing.
4: Well, he and, does. But, you know, he I don't know if he believes that. Because, you know, he even said later on that... um this is God's
3: will. Well, know? yeah. The important thing I think out yeah, of the entire thing was he said, "If God wants it, then God can mm-hmm. come and get it." Right. You right. know. I mean, because he thinks he can control it. Still, right. no matter if it's good or evil. I mean, he's it's, it's giving him some power to do good. So he said, mm-hmm. "If God, if it's that important to God, then send mm-hmm. God down, take God I, out of me."
0: I think that's why later on, though, he's having this struggle of between good and evil. Still, like he's had all the other episodes. But I think now it's becoming more apparent to him that maybe what he's doing is not on the up and up.
4: Right. I'll tell you one thing. I, I, well, I got one impression. <laughs> what? No, I was
3: kidding. He didn't really have his mind changed by the end of the episode. That's for sure. He he was a. No. Uh, no. Still,
4: but there was uh, doubt the in power. his voice.
0: He, but I think. It was right. a hitch in his step.
4: Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. There's definitely hesitation there. Um, but the one thing I thought was kind of an interesting take I had on him um over this whole episode is it seems to be the more jesse becomes confident in his mission to save the town the less he actually cares about the people
0: uh-huh. what do you think he cares about
4: yeah. his mission his mission yeah. you to know, save his the town. mission is to save the town okay. but I, but his dealings on one-on-one with the people throughout the episode kept going downward Yes. And look at how shitty he got with
2: Eugene by the end of the episode. Exactly. You know, but he was basically saying, I'm the preacher. And, well look know,
4: at how that's... he treated Miles when Miles is having his conflict. Right. You know, he, he dealing with the people yeah. on the one to one basis, he wasn't very uh he wasn't very preacher like.
3: No, that's a good point. He kinda left all that behind, like, listen, I got my thing I gotta do. He has yeah. his
4: mission and he's he's gotta move forward with it. But he's lost he's lost sight of what that mission means. Uh-huh. Yeah. is helping the people he just sees it as i gotta save this town as a you know to answer the the promise he made to his dad
3: he's looking at quantity not quality
4: well he is i <laughs> he's think he's looking back to back to the, back to the <laughs> quality well, he, i think he's looking less at saving people and more is getting out of it getting out of the situation yeah
1: out of what oh, that's, that's his
4: out he, do, his you
3: know, he does his promise to his dad <sighs> to save the town he did say that too, didn't he? That that actually stuck out yeah. to me. He said that well, once this is done, then I'm free mm-hmm. at one
4: right. point. And he was saying that to Cassidy. Right. He ah, said that to right. Cassidy. Yep. And Cass- that's when Cassidy was kind of like, you know, he said, ah, your mission. Yeah, I forgot about that. You know, like sarcastically saying, oh, ah, yeah, your mission.
0: So he's trying to carry on the mission that his dad started.
4: Yeah. His dad yeah. Pro- told him to, to be, good. be one of the good guys. Yeah. You know? you know, and, and insinuating save my church, you know. Right. Do you notice, you know, when they were having that fight scene and they were waiting for the uh, the seraphim to come back, the the weapon that, um you know, uh Jesse had a knife and Fiori had a, like a, I guess he had the chainsaw out or something like that. <laughs> and DeBlanc had an iron.
0: <laughs> and, oh, that's right. Did he come out of the closet or something? Or the bathroom? Yeah.
4: Yeah, and he had iron in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. the, well, I think Jesse had film.
3: like a vibrator at the start.
4: Yes. Are you did. serious? And they said, well, we weren't sure what to be prepared for. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Oh, my God. Was that that long black thing that he had? I think yeah, yeah. that's
4: what it was. <gasps> I don't know. Yeah.
0: I thought that was a back massager. Uh,
3: or
4: it could have been a back massager. I don't think so. It was vibrating. God. Whatever it did. Well, it was wiggling. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, I t- you know, one thing that was hilarious at the a- after the fight when they're all laying around there and Cassidy looks at Jesse and he goes, you know what this reminds me of? And Jesse goes, shut up, Cassidy. And he goes, fair enough. <laughs> 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 okay.
1: Oh,
0: Fiore says yes. there's another option right. to get Genesis back in the can. Well, that's true.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: It seems pretty ominous.
4: Yeah, definitely because DeBlanc just cuts him off immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. what does that all mean? Huh. Uh, it's be something we'll find out later on, I'm sure. Because uh-huh. my guess is uh, the singing's not going to work, and they're going to have to try something drastic.
3: Well, Je- yeah, Jesse's not even excited. Jesse's not even going to give him the opportunity to do it.
4: Obviously, right. I mean he's
3: mm-hmm. he's done, which is why Fiori even brings it up.
4: It's a little shame, though. I would love to hear. Um, LeBlanc's magical voice again. Did
0: uh, we, yeah, didn't we hear him before sing this song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah.
3: yeah. And it didn't work in the church. Just before the chainsaw scene. Oh,
0: Right-o. Right, 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 Now, I think Genesis is probably super excited that it's out and about mm-hmm. and wrecking havoc, and it ain't going home anytime soon.
4: Well, we still haven't figured out, um, you know, why the Genesis went from preacher to preacher, killing them all until he got to Jesse. Uh-huh. So there's something there. Something that made the Genesis um, want to stick with uh, with their boy. Um, and I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that one as we will also be hearing more about the other option for Canon that sucker. Right, 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 right. So the next scene we get is we get our friend Miles, the mayor, mm-hmm. um, getting a call from the uh, Green Acres folks um, about their missing CEO and so forth, who I in the last episode hooked up with Otis Quinn Cannon about some kind of a merger, and he ended up blowing them uh-huh. away. Miles is kind of in the middle of an odd situation there. Um, you guys have any clue as to why Otis blew them away? Well, I'm sure you talked about it in the last episode, but I I I wasn't privy to that. And I'm I I yeah totally I bewildered. See, I
3: didn't see it more than than um, them just being a threat.
0: Yeah, I mean, because we we talked about him, he's doing God's bidding, right? God's work.
1: Right. Uh But
0: we talked about last week about what God would want you to kill somebody. So is he, does he think, who does he think is God? Is it himself?
3: Right. And I think that's the Uh most important part about why he did it is that he has this um, crazy, you know, vision of what God is to him you know is it business is it uh is it his company
4: yeah or or maybe you know my my initial reaction um when i started actually thinking about a little bit was that maybe he considered the green acres people to be uh serving the other side or that their motivations are not for the good of the people
3: like they'd be evil
4: yeah and because they were like Maybe he thought because they were, tr- that he feels like they were trying to take over or something, that they were evil. So he was ridding the community of them. I don't know. We'll find out. But uh, yeah, it, it that There's definitely caught me by surprise. There. Oh yeah.
3: But now, yeah, I mean the interesting thing is that Miles yeah. is the one that's having to an answer for this. You know, I mean the Green right. Acres people are calling him. Right. Who, I mean they yeah. had contacted him. initially he was handing right. the brochure over to. Ogun, yeah, he was who the broker on it. Yeah. Right. He was but, the broker of the so whole they're, thing. So they're they're calling him, asking where are the people, right? Where they're going to meet
4: Odin, like so they we be
3: calling Odin.
4: Right. So we got a we the, the scene in essence threw out to us that there is uh, Miles' dilemma right now, and his right. dilemma is to figure out how to react to what Otis Quincanon did. Um, Odin. <laughs> yes.
1: Otis. <laughs> Otis. I like Otis. Actually. <laughs>
4: Uh, resin, what a good beer! Um, Andy Griffith. That's so, um, as we leave that quick, yeah, Man, that's, that was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> as we leave that really quick scene, we go on to the confrontation between Tulip and Emily, um, where Tulip shows up at Emily's house, which again and, was shocking starting out because Tulip comes running in. yeah trashes her trashes her daughter's art thing. Uh, art thing my heart that's then, uh, not hard thing. exactly bloke. what yeah. I would do because I would yeah. be like
0: so flustered. Like, God damn
3: it. Right. Yeah. And yeah, because you don't know what the hell your kid made. I know. Right. Yeah, it, tells her to s- it tells her to <laughs> stay
4: away from my boyfriend. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: But Emily's probably like, What the hell, man? Like I haven't done anything. Right. And
4: And Emily stood up to her. Where
0: do you get off doing this?
4: Right. So we have we have a, a tricky, convoluted bonding moment between the ladies Uh
0: uh-huh well i thought it was interesting that tulip decided to go back in good for her and i think she's struggling with that idea that jesse presented to her that they should be good and that's what she's trying to do and uh but it just doesn't work for her
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. right
0: i don't think she knows how to be good
4: she's definitely struggling with it no doubt this is yeah. this is one area though where I I probably wasn't as happy with the way the story was going. Um, the one thing I liked about Tulip was that she was confident and mysterious and badass. Mm-hmm. This this kind of makes her out as being kind of wishy washy and not so confident and and uh, I don't know the whole uh, boyfriend girlfriend thing. She just originally she seemed like she would be above that to an extent.
0: Yeah, but I think it brings her back home because well, there are, are a lot of confident women out there who, on the inside, are just destroyed. And I, I think sure. that brings her back to reality to a lot of people. You know, makes her real to us. well I think, I showcases
2: think she, the uh, struggle. Yeah, showcases the struggle that she's dealing with internally. Mm-hmm. Well, I think she's still confident,
3: I don't think she loses any real confidence in yeah. this. I mean, she's she's kind of stuck where she is trying to get Jesse back. Um, But she's still the same person she was before.
4: See, I I disagree. Well,
3: no, I agree a little bit in what you're saying and in the fact that before she didn't need anybody, right? Right. And now she needs Jesse. So, yeah, that Uh that weakens her character a little bit. But I think um, overall she's just as confident as she was before. But why
0: does that make her look weak? Why is it that when a strong woman
3: wants a man, that makes her look weak? Uh Uh-huh. No, well, what I mean by that is see, anybody I, else makes them look weak.
4: I I I disagree well, she, with you in that she, she's still confident. I mean, I I really do because hmm. she's she's, you know, her situations with with Jesse and so forth has thrown her confidence off. I mean, this is not the same girl that made a bazooka right. out of cans and blew exactly. a helicopter out of the air.
2: That's what I was gonna say. She says it uh-huh. to those kids in the kitchen the very first episode, right? Yeah, she was as,
4: incredibly confident and 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 badass and didn't need anybody. She she was doing it on Girl. her own. Now she's very she's showing a lot of vulnerability. Um and doubt in her direction she was going in. I mean oh, the way she's looking at she, Emily.
3: Only because she has to, I think though, in order to,
4: to mm-hmm. play she's playing the game. Right, know? right. But that's my point. I think I think it's taking away from her character to me. But I think okay. in that
0: first episode when she was talking to the kids, she was still confident in the fact that Jesse would do whatever she wanted to do and now mm-hmm. he's standing up for himself and without him relying right. on her she's less confident in herself now <clears throat> and she needs that she needs that affirmation that she's doing something right in order to feel good about herself right.
4: I also don't care for I, I'm not real thrilled on the direction of the love triangle type stuff going on oh I, you got yeah. love, that's, all. everybody's confused as to who they love here Right, I mean, you got you got Cassidy to Tulip, you got Tulip well, you, to Jesse. Oh yeah, you got Miles loves
3: Emily, Emily loves Jesse, yep. Jesse loves God. Yep, and you got Cassidy Tulip. loving Tulip mm-hmm. and Tulip loving Jet. Yeah, I mean, it's all over the place. And so, I think you I can mean, stick a big yada yada
4: yada at the end of that one. But, oh, yeah.
3: I mean, the whole point is that it's so ridiculous I, that I oh, think right. it's. I mean, that to me, it's it's funny in that way because it's ridiculous that everybody loves
4: somebody else. You know? I just hope it doesn't become the focus of the show. I the don't story. think it will at all.
0: I think it's still going to be know. a secondary story, but I do think it's funny that Tulip notices that Emily loves or is interested in Jesse, and Jesse still hasn't noticed it yet.
3: It's right. just—I think it's more of like a moment of frustration for the audience. Of like, you know, when the lines come out, it's like, "Oh, he doesn't see it," but then it's kind of like, "Oh, of course he doesn't see it."
1: Yeah.
4: Right. You know. Oh, so. I, I mean, he totally dissed Emily at the at the end about. Uh, or setting up the church. Oh so yeah, you and Tulip did a great job. Yeah, well, let me yeah ask but you she this. bit him right ask...
0: back when she sent Eugene in.
4: Yes, exactly. But let yeah, me ask yeah. you this: Do you? Uh, this was one thing I wasn't sure about, and uh, it's it's an interesting question. When Tulip became involved in helping out with the church stuff, then Jesse noticed it, right? Do you think that that was Tulip's intention from the beginning? Or do you think that that just was a that just was a unfortunate accident? Oh no! For you Emily, her
3: intention from going over and talking to Emily,
4: yeah, or or getting yeah getting involved was to to impress Jesse.
0: I think getting involved was definitely to get into Jesse uh-huh. because she knows that he's totally into the church now, and the only way she can get uh-huh. into his mind is to somehow be involved with the church. But do you think well not even be involved with the church, but
4: like hmm. just impress know, weasel
0: her way in? Yeah. Right,
4: but do you think that she was when she? Do you think she was manipulating e- Emily yes. to that end? Yes, I think she
3: was after the fight happened. I think the starting of the fight, she was over there to bitch at Emily for messing with her game and yeah. messing with her man. Yeah, and then sitting in the car, she realized, "All right, I just fucked up." And well, oh, this was that this would, was
4: a new reasoning for her. Well, well, then that would insinuate that. When she was offering to take care of the kids, that she knew that wasn't going to happen and that she would be asked to do the errand stuff. Well, taking care of the kids wouldn't have impressed Jesse at all.
0: No, it might not have, but it would be seen as a sacrifice
4: if he ever heard about it.
0: Right. But I'm sure that Emily would have said something. I don't know.
3: I don't know. But. Well, I kind of get it what you're saying. I mean, in a way, she was. I think that um, Tua was. was uh, un- she knew beforehand that offering that that Emily mm-hmm. wouldn't go for
4: that?
2: Yeah, but that so, would be shot down.
3: She's not gonna yeah. leave her with
2: her kids.
4: Right, right. So that she would get the opportunity to take care of other church Although
3: stuff. Although the uh, the interesting thing was that she said she had a kid before, which was something that we didn't mm-hmm.
4: know. Right, so,
1: right. Um, exactly. Is it, that Jesse's? Yeah, kid? it was
3: a Jesse's kid, and what happened?
4: See, and that's why I, it leads me to think that it was not planned. It was just an unfortunate accident for uh, Emily in the way it happened because that was there was too much to manipulate in that conversation to engineer that, yeah. in my opinion. But at first I thought that, and then I thought back and I was like, man, you got to Yeah, whatever, man. You brought it up, dude. You know, well, well, that's why I was asking
0: <laughs> you. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I really don't think that, I don't think she went in there with the intention of this happening because she was definitely pissed off. And there was no way for her to know that Emily's daughter was sick. So right. I think she, out of the goodness of her of her art in quotes, um, offered to watch the kid because that was like the most obvious solution. And then once Emily showed doubt, she was like, or oh, I could run the errands for you. And then that's when it clicked like, okay, now I can actually do stuff for the church and get there and see Jesse and talk to him. That's what I think.
2: In other words, it wasn't... Totally premeditated. It just right. worked out in her favor to get into the
4: church. And... Exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, certainly, that you know, that is definitely a way you could take that. Um... <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: that's one way you could take it, but that's not the way I take it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I,
4: I can't I, I can't yeah. decide. To tell you the truth, I can't decide if it was just an accidental thing. I don't well, know. Well, you got
0: to remember that she's a con artist, right? Without
4: a doubt. Yeah, so that's why I first assumed that that's what it she's, was.
0: She sees an opportunity and
3: she's taken it. She's used to rolling with the punches. Yep.
2: I think she's really, yeah, it just worked out that way. But she went in there to make waves with Emily.
3: Totally. Yeah. You
0: yeah. know, I mean, yeah.
2: not, I mean, you know, because she doesn't have a crystal ball. She's not going to know all the way. I, I don't think there was any way for her to know that it was going to work out that way. And she's going to wind up at the church within 30 minutes or something like that. Yeah. But, right. Right, you know, it was really just to make an impact with
4: Emily. Well, and yeah, and the the one thing that she from there.
2: Emily has the guts to come out and bitch at her about
3: is the fact that she broke her
4: kid's art thing. Uh-huh. Well, you know? she had so the guts to stand up right. to her. Period.
3: Right. So she came out and she's like, "All right, well, if that's what you, you know, if that's what affected you the most,"
2: she goes in and fixes the art thing. She's got control. Right. Right. So. Right. Good point. Yeah, she's in there. And she, she's working her in her corner. You know.
4: Yep. I think, so. I think, but I think she, but, but you know, Emily started, was the one who really started, like, complimenting her car and stuff like that. I don't think she was thinking that was going to happen. Yeah. You don't it's think a nice Tulip car, though.
0: thought that was going to happen? Is that what
4: you mean? No. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't, I don't think Tulip would have thought, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, I'll get her talking about me or something like that.
0: Well, no, that's what I'm saying, that she's, she saw an opportunity when she, when Emily sat down and started doing, folding the, the programs for the church and started talking about all the stuff she had to do, that's when, like, the light bulb went off, and she's like, ah. But up until then, I don't think she thought anything
1: mm-hmm.
0: other than fixing the wrong that she had just made.
1: hmm hmm
0: But okay. Emily has a... uh, What's the kind of word I'm looking for? Like, you know, she's better. She has a better heart than two of Adjective? Stuff. Yes, the adjective. Yeah. What
2: adjective Ad- adverb? Adverb.
0: <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I would like to move on and talk
3: about two guys in their underwear. Obviously. Oh, yes. Let's
4: obviously. Obviously. Because there was some junk. <laughs> uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, we're finally getting to the part you've been waiting I for. I know. Jeez, you guys are going to We go to me. the session of men in skivvies. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> men in tights. Yes. <laughs> so we're getting our post-post-post battle jesse and um cassidy at the church right mm-hmm. cleaning all the blood off of their clothes so they're staying around their underwear I, oh oh yeah yeah and by the way i love the um the little thing that they did with uh when someone would offer him a beer and they go it's 10 o'clock yeah
3: right because i was like i was thinking t- tulip and because the two that got offered tulip and cassidy I didn't think we'd have any
4: objection to it. I know. That's and what made it funny. They're like, well, I mean that's what made it o'clock. hilarious. Oh, I just loved em- I loved Emily's face with tulip. You know it's ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> She's looking at her like, yeah, okay. And then, you know, and then, but Jesse laughs at uh laughs at uh Cassidy, Cassidy when he yeah. says that. Um, <laughs> but I just thought that was a great little touch. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. So uh, they're sharing
3: a beer and they're talking about. Uh, how, Cassidy's talking about how it uh, reminds him of uh, what movie? Oh, Pulp Fiction. Yes. He's like, this is like Pulp Fiction. And they start telling him, saying which characters they, they would be.
0: Who was Vinny? Which one was that? Cassidy was Vinny?
3: No. That was... Uh, Jesse said he was Vinny. Okay. Cassidy said he was um, Samuel L. Jackson.
4: Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that's when they start. They really start talking about though um, uh, Jesse's motivation for doing all this stuff. Because you know they're talking about this. Because even at the point when Jesse starts talking about, well, I'm here to save the town, and and Cassidy's kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, your mission thing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh You know, almost kind of making fun of him for it. You know, like Cassidy does. Cassidy restates the obvious things at you. Cassidy's definitely having some real. Real doubts about what Jesse's going, what's going on with Jesse right Which now.
0: Which is weird, don't you think? As a vampire,
3: uh-huh. Uh-huh. in a way, but I mean, he's he's you know he's been dealing with these angel guys longer than
4: Jesse has, and he's experienced Jesse's monster voice, right?
3: I know, but he's a vampire. Well, he brings it up during the conversation. He well, says, "Aren't it's this the is same thing. aren't you ever stepping your bounds?" He's like, "Aren't you supposed to listen to these guys
4: because they're the angels?" You know, he's a, remember he may be a vampire, but he's still just a guy. Yeah, talking to a girl, yeah. asking him to love her. No, I'm oh sorry. Oh my God! Wrong movie. tangent. <laughs>
2: well, it's just like it's just like the angels are even uh, the angels are kind of simpletons even too, right? You, yeah. You right. figure, well, they're angels, aren't they supposed to know more than they know? And uh, they don't.
4: It sounds like heaven's not real well managed. I know. Uh, yeah. But um, <laughs> but anyway, that was a great scene between those two guys. The dialogue was great. And we started establishing something between the two of them.
0: I like that they started out, too, with just, like, random chit-chat. And Jesse's like, so what you been doing?
4: Right, right. And, and he's like, oh, Jesse's going like, around town. Fell in love, went to the hospital. That's, <laughs> fell out of a building. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nothing to concern yourself with. <laughs> yeah, but then they start talking about the tattoo, which I think is important because Jesse's yes. got that tattoo, which I think in an earlier podcast, Kim said was a turtle. Kind of looks yes. like a turtle. No,
1: it's a skull. A turtle now.
4: now, skull in something. I can't. I it's, don't a, know what, it's, it's like a star. star. Like a yeah, it's a star. star. It looks like a sheriff's
3: mm. badge. And mm-hmm. it has a horseshoe, and then it has a yep. skull. Right.
4: Yeah, that's right. The horseshoe was there too.
3: And then he said, think. "A what did he say?" A, a mean bat.
0: old lady says,
4: gave it to me. Mean old lady yep. gave it to me.
0: Who's that's the right. mean old lady?
4: I don't know. That's what we get to find out. That's definitely leading to something. It's definitely I think leading it's somebody to somebody from his past. You think? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
4: you're a funny, funny guy, Brian.
2: I'm on fire, man. I'm on, on fire. You're on fuego. <laughs> in fuego.
0: I also like how Jesse says, well, what about you? You look like a men's room wall. No, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's right. That he good. says, I went through a period of low impulse control. <laughs> Thank now, God that's over.
4: <laughs> one, one thing I did notice when I, when I went back and watched that scene, um, when Jesse mentions that uh, a mean old lady gave me the tattoo, you know? Yeah. He looks really nervous when he said that. Uh-huh. Very uncomfortable. So, yeah,
0: he dropped it real quick.
4: Yeah, so I have a feeling that's going to come into play at some point mm-hmm. in the future. That that was actually an important statement to, the, to what he's going to be going through. But we'll see. Hey, let me ask you this. I think at this point they had, I think they showed the scene with Jesse walking up to the church. And did you mm-hmm. notice what the church sign said this episode? Yes.
0: It said, hold on, I have it written down. Oh, you don't have to leave, but you can't pray here? Is that what it's Yeah, sounds? you
4: don't have to go home, but you can't pray here. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> did, did they have one in the last episode? I missed it. No. I uh, love those church signs.
0: And you know great. that's based off The Simpsons, right? Have we talked about that?
1: No. Did yeah, not. they actually... Yeah, Reverend Lovejoy's marquee. Yeah, yeah they actually stole seen. that from
0: The Simpsons. Because one of the producers... Yeah. Not Seth Rogen, but... Oh, Evan? Goldberg? Go, go,
4: Goldberg, right? Maybe. Uh, Yeah, he's involved with The Simpsons, right?
0: Yeah, he wrote an episode or two for The Simpsons, so he felt like he could just steal it.
4: Hmm. So he did. So that was something that happened at the churches on The Simpsons?
0: Well, you know how in the opening credits of The Simpsons, they change the sign for the school every time? Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I don't know that.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you should watch The Simpsons again, Scott. It's been on for like 30 years. Well, not only
4: that. Again? You're saying again? Maybe the first time. (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> Scott doesn't do cartoons. Sorry,
2: but
0: they're adult cartoons.
2: It's it's the large, longest running sitcom in, in history.
4: Seriously, Ever. Scott doesn't do Ever. cartoons. Cool. He used to
2: say Scott
3: doesn't do <laughs> Seinfeld. Now look at you. No, no. Yeah.
1: Um.
4: So. Nah. Now it's the summer of George. I'm thinking. <laughs> a, a, yeah, I'm thinking. want to have some block of cheese and be as velvet.
1: <laughs>
0: what about the fact? That Cassidy brings up to Jesse that he doesn't think he should be screwing around with this entity thing. Yeah. Don't you think we should talk about that?
4: I think well, we I mean, should. I think we should, too. And I think that we'll break that out when we come back from our break. <laughs> We're taking a break, everybody. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Bye. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, Kim wants to talk about the entity. <laughs> and you know what? Way to bring we're it gonna, back. <laughs> we're going to do that just right now. <laughs>
3: Kim, so what's your thinking on the entity? Yeah, what was on your mind?
0: <laughs> That's just silly, you guys. Mm-mm. No, I was just saying that uh, Je- um, Cassidy says something to Jesse about the thing that's inside of him and says like, you know, I'm not so sure that you should be screwing around with this thing. Like, uh-huh. you should probably be on the up and up. And Jesse's like, feck it. Whatever. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. I'm going to do with it what I want.
3: Right. Which is his exact reaction to Fiori and DeBlanc, too. Yep. It's like, this is, you know, come on. You know, if you have a problem with what I'm doing, God, this is God's will.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And let God mis- stop me. Because no one else is going to stop me. And everybody around him is completely shocked because they're like, oh, well, I mean, we just told you, God, you know, this is a bad thing and uh, you should give it up. And no one expects him to
4: say no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it kind of sets the scene for what happens later on with Eugene.
4: Right, right. No doubt. But I also think you got to remember that uh, Cassidy's 119 years old. He's seen a lot. Right. And yeah. and he's he's looking at Jesse and he sees something bad, he you know, and he considers Jesse his friend, so he's not comfortable with the way Jesse's going with his power, and he sees the thing that kind of what we were talking about before. Jesse is so obsessed with his mission that he's losing sight of what he's supposed to be doing.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's it's something that you had
4: um, posed before, Scott, um,
3: that maybe uh, you know it, it's controlling him a little bit more. You know, the, right. it, maybe maybe it's not him, maybe it's not the entity, but maybe it's just the power. You know, the mm-hmm. power thing that, that's controlling. Yeah, him a it's going bit to more. Jesse's
4: head. Right. Yeah.
3: Right.
0: Well, I think the thing that's really holding me back with this whole Cassidy as a vampire thing <laughs> is the fact that um, our traditional idea of what a vampire is oh, is yeah. not Cassidy.
4: Cassidy's a guy.
0: He's just a guy. You're right. Like the fact that he's a vampire is like non-existent, pretty much. He's a roguish
4: guy. You know, he's got a ton of experience. He's he's, I think in the in most of his life, he's probably been incredibly self-centered. But he sees a a friend in Jesse, and he's seeing things go bad for his friend. And then, of course, we're going to be dealing with the fact that uh, his feelings for Tulip, um, could drive a stake in between those a stake. Oh, hey. Nice. Thank you. I'll be here all the week. Um, <laughs> zing! <laughs> but it's going to drive a little could drive a little stake between their friendship. Uh-huh. And and you know, and uh, that's the first time we've seen um, Cassidy kind of being a little vulnerable.
3: Well, yeah, and that was, to me, that was weird. And you're talking about when he's he's in the closet there. yeah, and I and. To Tulip comes in to deliver the church stuff mm-hmm. and uh, here's him call, or hears a, a Jesse call her Tulip, which I guess during this entire time, they had not shared each other's names. Even though no, they had they sex? Yes,
4: yeah, yeah. So they just screwed, but they didn't share names. Yeah. Um, well, you know how it is.
0: That's what I do. All
3: right. Ooh. Well, we're not going to it there. <laughs> <laughs> but he says, so you're his Tulip which was the tulip
4: <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. Wow, there's some dead space there.
1: Because, <laughs> you know, you don't want them coming back. You dropped the bomb on me,
4: baby. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah,
2: it's hard to take them seriously, right? It kind of almost seems to me like Cassidy is like, it's like this is uh, an act almost mm-hmm. because right. it's these type of things should be far beyond a vampire's normal affairs very
3: true or
4: cares very true. for that yeah. world and he you gives know? you the air of someone who shouldn't care
3: yeah but i mean at that point he's in the closet like who's he even acting to you know i mean you could it was it was weird because you it, it seemed like he that actually was, was hurt
4: yeah it was genuine oh yeah it was definitely a genuine reaction from him so it was extremely surprising
3: to see that it was like an actual thing because we were speculating before when he was having sex with Tulip before that I mean Mm -hmm. he didn't care he was just doing it with whatever he could get just like he was doing whatever drugs he could get
4: right and I think he knew you know I think he was down because he knew he couldn't compete with Jesse with Tulip and you know he just didn't realize that that was the case until then um so yeah, so he's kind of in in a in a tough spot. Um, but, we'll just have to see how it carries out.
0: But what will be interesting is to see how affected Jesse really is by the idea that Cassidy could possibly be in love with Tulip, when he is uh-huh. so so focused on his mission right now that everything that Tulip says he's brushing away. Oh
4: no, oh, he didn't care. Yeah. he's got super yeah. blinders on right now right I mean, so he how is he see gonna anything to the left or to the right
0: is it really gonna matter to him i'm sure it will but like no, to what it's extent? More about how
4: it matters to or how it matters to cassidy yeah
0: but when jesse finds out do you think he's gonna be upset about it no
1: nope Mm-mm. no no <laughs> i don't because no nope. because
4: jesse doesn't really have affections to tulip right now uh-huh. he's he would i'm sure his reaction would be well, we'll go for it
3: well, he keeps yeah. telling her just
4: go, do whatever you need to do. Yeah, See,
3: sure. the only reason she's there is that she's waiting for him, and he's like has no idea. I mean, he doesn't really care that she's waiting. But speaking I guess of, we
0: established that last episode. Speaking
3: right. of depressing moments, though, don't we then find uh, Eugene in the cafeteria, sitting down uh, at his
4: yeah at school
3: his uh, assigned um, lunch seat. With the "suck it, Eugene" written on, <laughs> written that on was, his table. That was wrong, oh,
0: Eugene. I feel so bad for him.
3: I tell you what, back
1: I tell you one thing what, I don't
3: know if I if I just like uh, enjoy uh, bullying, but that was perfect.
4: Really? Yeah it was. But I tell you what, I got to <laughs> say this. I got to say this for the actor uh, Coletti. I think is his name. Yeah, Ian Coletti. Um, yeah, Ian Coletti. Man, that guy does more with his eyes yes. than anybody. I mean, man, he just, he gives you, all his emotion is in <laughs> his eyes. He can't do much with his mouth. No, he can't.
1: Well,
3: that's
0: thats what I... <laughs> but he does I, a great job. That's what they were talking about on the Insider podcast, the official AMC podcast. They were talking hmm. about how they created that prosthetic to just cover his mouth that originally it was supposed to be for the whole face. Because he was supposed to have red eyes, too, I think, because the character in the comic book does. But... Oh. They decided to just cover his mouth so that he could use his eyes to yeah. express himself because you know that's one of the main of ways that an actor, uh-huh. you know, conveys what they're feeling, um, and it's hard for him to do that with his mouth, not prosthetic. Right. So, can
3: you imagine?
0: Yeah, like, you can't it, even like, eat with she, that thing on.
3: Like after they were like cut, I'd be like, "Did I get it? <laughs> did you get? Did you get that? Exactly." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you know what, if you need someone to siphon gas, that's your guy.
0: Oh, without
3: a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> oh,
4: God. He's a little puckered about things. I could say some
0: <laughs> things, but I won't. <laughs>
4: exactly.
2: Uh, <laughs> to drain drain the pool after the summer.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was okay except for the flies.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah,
4: so so we get We have our friend Eugene, um, well, first we see him in the hallway with someone saying hello to him, which he's he's kind of, yeah, that same kid. He's kind of freaked out about it, and then then the kid introduces himself, uh, or, you know, says, can we sit with you in the cafeteria? Now, let me put it this way. That kid, whoever he was, uh, made overtures to Eugene to hang out with him. The other two kids looked really uncomfortable about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're, they're not they yeah, too sure. they don't want to
2: eat with this. Yeah, it's like kind right. of, are we sure we want to do this kind of thing. You know, yeah. right. We're going to eat with this guy.
4: And then then, of course, we have the whole scene with them going into they're inviting him out to go see this thing. And the and we feel that there's going to be like a uh, ambush or something on him well, in, well, in the yeah. sewer right. tunnel.
3: But during that entire time, like, didn't you mm-hmm. feel like it was complete set up?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. PG.
3: Without
4: a doubt. Without Bad a intentions oh, all around, right? And then it doesn't turn out to be that way. They were wanted to see the fireworks they were doing inside the sewer even, tunnel. Even after the fireworks went off, I was like, mm-hmm. "Ah, they're still setting him up." This, oh, especially this is when...
3: the early stage. Yeah, like they're getting you know making them right. feel comfortable. Yeah, you have next episode. They're gonna set... but truly, yeah, I it think hasn't what gone they're away. trying to get across was that he, because he was forgiven that uh-huh. he was, you know, that the the people were trying to bring him back into, you know, the fold. Right. Who's mm-hmm. that kid? Who's that kid? Now? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I haven't seen Could it he be
4: could he be um did was did the, the the girl that's in coma, did she have a brother?
0: Yes. The one that was taking pictures of her.
4: Well, that oh, wasn't that kid though. It wasn't the same kid.
2: No. I don't think so. No, I think he had brown kid. hair. Okay. Yeah, it's a different kid.
4: Okay. All right. Yeah, I was wondering if that maybe um, was his motivation. I don't but, know if we've seen
0: know. this kid before.
4: Maybe not. I don't know. Un- I didn't understand where he was coming from. To tell you the truth. I don't know why, why he would always or all of a sudden it was just this guy trying to um, strike up something with Eugene. It wasn't like the whole gang was. No. Right i th- I think it's uh, interesting
3: that he would e- eat at the same lunch table that someone wrote suck at Eugene every day
4: <laughs> maybe he wrote it originally and felt bad about it yeah. right sorry Ross, you were saying something
2: no, I was just gonna say it seems like you know it's one of those kids that you know he's you know he's got the influence he's the leader of their group mm, yeah. and, and um you know so they're all looking to him everybody's just looking up to you know. Follow his yeah, but lead, yeah, and he so. he took notice. And I agree of they with you. Fact, I agree with
0: you. They yeah. didn't look yeah, like they were good. the winners either of the school popularity group. I
2: don't know. Well, not necessarily. I mean, how old are those kids? They're like what, fifteen, something? early. Yeah, early teens, 14, 15 tops, maybe whatever. Um,
4: Eugene's like twenty-three.
0: Yeah, he looks so much older. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
4: <laughs> but they all were on still on bikes, so. They were probably yeah, else. yeah, yeah, and they're
2: still doing cool shit. I mean, they're lighting fireworks off in tunnels and stuff like that. You know, God, they're I not, still do like, that you know, <laughs> shit. That's awesome. Can... Yeah, you know, they're not sitting there and seeing who can get the highest score on their the computer game after school. You know that kind right. of shit. So,
4: yeah. is that what you got the fireworks for?
2: It's the cool factor, Scott.
3: It
4: is.
1: <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> I understand. And Toby's like,
3: Scott. Why are we going to the sewer again?
2: <laughs> yeah. just be quiet don't ask questions <laughs> just move on
3: this is what the cool kids are doing
2: scott you're, yeah. you're 50 oh
3: that's
1: <laughs> oh i am never
4: mind you're right Sorry. all right so uh that being said then we we run into our scene with uh jesse and jesse is setting up for the outdoor um session he's going to have the outdoor preaching um yes. and, you know we kind of skipped over the whole it sermon. it's spillover yes thank you the outdoor session <laughs> yeah the outdoor recession um but I, you know we kind of skipped over the fact that that uh, jesse was so confident he was putting up that huge speaker oh yeah on yeah. the front of the church and even cassie was kind of like you sure you want to do that um but miles comes to him while he's setting him up because miles is dealing with that that whole dilemma about what to do about the green acres folks that, uh, Quinn cannon blew away.
3: Um, well, yeah. And he's, and, uh, Jesse's just telling him, go with, you know, what your heart tells you or right. what, you know, what God is telling you to do. And he was right. saying how he's confused about what voices, you know, is the good voice. Cause he's, he's getting, well, he's saying, I'm going to do something right?
4: bad. Right. He says, I'm going to do something bad. Right. Uh, or I think I'm going to do something bad. And I want to know if I should do it or not. And Jesse's kind of like, well, I guess. you got to give me some information, though, you know? Yep. And that's kind of... And I got the sense of the feeling that, you know, that uh, Jesse was kind of blowing him off. Yeah. And and then when he saw Tulip, he got distracted. And, of course, he turned back to Miles. Miles has gone.
0: Totally. He doesn't have time for everybody else's problems.
4: No. Anymore. No. He's he's focused on the mission, not on the people. Yep. So um, I thought that was pretty telling. <laughs> sign of where Jesse's head is. Jesse's head is in Jesse. But
0: with Miles, though, like, why... Okay, so there's this uh, struggle between good and evil inside of him, too. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think he's thinking about? Like, why... Why would he want to cover for Quinn Cannon?
4: No, I think he's trying to... He's looking at where his... Um, you know, where to put his tent. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? His allegiance. Um, yeah, and he's looking at Quinn Cannon as being the closest one so i guess he figures if i if i help Quinn Cannon then he'll be loyal to me too
3: well Quinn Cannon is the town exactly uh-huh. that's what i was going to so, say so i mean right. if he, he's he's trying to protect him i mean that's which is why Quinn Cannon says it in the first place you know that he could kill whoever he wants and it just gets covered up yeah right and he does whatever he wants because uh-huh. he owns the town Right.
4: So, Basically,
0: if Quinn Canning goes down, the whole town goes down, because right. everybody will lose their job.
4: So you, pre- let me ask you this: Do you think that the Do you think Sheriff Rutnow helped him? I uh, don't oh, know. With the
2: burned-up car thing, yeah, yeah. With I'm everything? starting
4: to think maybe maybe he did. You know, at first I didn't think that. I was thinking you know that Miles did. But you know what? That was a pretty pretty heavy-duty job. Yeah. And like Quinn Cannon yeah. said, he said I I could do anything in here, and it would be covered up. Um. Yeah. So maybe Root did help him. Maybe so. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. Probably.
3: I think at the end you see the the car that is burned up, which is obviously right. a fake. And um, Root's there. Oh, was he there? I didn't know that he. Yeah, was yeah, there. yeah. He and his what? De- st- what standing there next yeah. to the car? Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. I, mean, I I forgot about that part. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So obviously, yeah. I mean, it was kind of a a fake out for us because we're thinking that it was you know Eugene mm-hmm. that just got sent to hell. And then we see these burned up bodies, um, right? But yeah, they're they're covering up for what happened to all the Green Acres folks.
1: Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. and don't forget, guys, we just skipped right over the fact that Eugene was sent to hell. Whoa, well, um, didn't skip over it. No, we're still so, talking no. about. <laughs> that was important. We're still talking about yeah. Miles's motivation here. Yeah, mm-hmm. nailed it.
0: But I don't think that I don't think it's unreasonable <laughs> to think that. Um, Sheriff Root is on the take. And that's probably why he Uh was talking about swamp monsters in that last episode or that Uh one episode. Uh Because he knows that everything is just going to hell, basically. Right,
4: right. And we've already seen a scene with uh, Quinn Cannon talking, you know, when he was at the site of the girl that fell into the marsh pit. Exactly. Um, He didn't do anything. Yeah, Quinn Cannon stops talking, and then you look over at Root and he's like, okay, everybody else, break it up. Yeah. So he's definitely deep in that guy's pocket. So
1: well, I mean, so yeah, I'm, the
3: whole town is morayed to shit and then you've got uh-huh. this preacher that is you know, coming of age who is um himself an evil guy at heart. Yeah. Uh yeah. but I mean, uh well, not at heart, I guess not he's evil, his ex, but bad. or he has been. Yeah, he has been an evil guy uh right. for many years. Well, but he has a
2: past just like the town. Yeah, but
3: sort of right. Yes. Right, right. But his I mean, but his uh, his teaching has all been from his dad who is more pure.
4: Right. So he's got a lot he's got a lot of dead Indians hanging inside of him. Yeah. 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 That's, That's right. right. A lot of scalps mm-hmm. piled up. So yeah, I'm interested
3: to see where all that goes. But yeah, I mean the important the, the crazy thing was that I mean, like Scott had brought before or maybe Scott Orkham had brought up before that well, you know, maybe he's he's understanding that his power is getting out of hand. But yet, you know, he, he did not care. No, he doesn't care. Then he sends Eugene. He's like, why don't you go to hell? Which that scene mm-hmm. was crazy because I was wondering, how does why is Eugene standing up to him so much during this? Well, this uh, scene? you know what?
4: I tell you what, you know, Again, he, I get well, back to. Yeah,
3: yeah go he, ahead. I mean, he was. Well, OK, to, to set it up, he was he was pissed. Well, Eugene was saying that he, he wanted him to take back the forgiveness because he said it was cheating. Mm-hmm. And uh, the preacher said, well, that's my job is to, you know, make, you know, to uh, bring people together or something of, the, of that effect.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And yet um, Eugene's like, no, this is, you know, it's sinful. It's evil because, I mean, you know, right. Eugene is, I mean, he is pure. Right, and,
4: and, and Jesse's offended because he thinks that Eugene is saying that that his powers and his mission are cheating.
3: Right, and he and, and yeah, Jesse's offended because he's like, "I just gave you this gift, mm-hmm. you know. I just took this away. Why? And how why do you, you look?
4: How do you look at me as being a problem?
3: Right, but I'm I, the I, one who's
4: here to save everybody.
3: Yeah, I think part of it's important because you're seeing that Eugene is he's miffed by the fact that all these people are um, they're accepting him now.
4: You do you do gotta you do gotta um, agree with Jesse at one point when he says. Eugene, you are a hard boy. To <laughs> yeah, right. No, yeah, that was a good line. That's very
3: true. That was a good line. But yeah, because it, you know, obviously Eugene does not forgive himself. So he's like, why do these people forgive me? Right, right. So, um, and, and then Jesse's finally like, he just has enough and says,
4: uh-huh. go to hell. Go to hell, Eugene. And then he turns around and... But
0: see, this is gone. where I think that Jesse is actually struggling with what he's been doing by telling people things. Uh-huh. Because... In a previous scene, he would already asked um, Tulip, you know, am I doing okay? Is what I'm doing all right? Am, am I writing what I'm doing?
4: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, it's good. It's fine. Yeah, well, he's talking to Emily about it. Oh, Emily, that's right. Right. Yeah.
0: And um, so the fact that he's asking her and then all this stuff that's coming up with Eugene, it's like, well, God damn it.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I'm
0: trying to give you people what you want and it's not good enough. But then again, he's like, and what am I doing? Is that Really good, or am I screwing up?
4: Well, yeah, but you know, it even showed. You know, if you look at the preview scenes for the next episode, I don't understand why Jesse couldn't have just turned around and said, "Eugene, come back." um Instead, he's kind of covering it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, he didn't seem like he was that upset. Oh, I thought he was. No, I, you really? I thought he was kind of shocked. He was kind of like,
3: "Oh shit!" Uh, no, I don't think he didn't seem to me like he was that upset that it happened, huh. which I thought was kind of shocking.
1: Uh i think he
2: was surprised but it didn't you know it was it was just a a a glint of you know oh okay because didn't he didn't he
3: turn around and just like walk off or something yeah yeah
2: yeah he turned around and walked
4: on yeah i don't know i don't know he definitely um he definitely in the next episode doesn't do anything to or initially doesn't do anything to bring him back which i was kind of surprised about i would think he'd be all over that but
0: I'm sure which we'll now, see him again.
3: Yeah, which now I'm quite oh, yeah, like, yeah, surprised yeah. because I'm I'm like actually have some
4: connection with Eugene
3: because uh-huh. at first I didn't could not figure out why we kept seeing Eugene so much.
4: Yeah, and again, you know, Stu, I was talking about before about the actor with his eyes and that thing. Yeah, man, when he was going after when he was going after Jesse, his eyes were no longer timid. Yeah, I know, I mean, and he was where,
3: fierce. Yeah, he was into it, completely into it. Um yeah, and that that's where I was surprised at how much he, and I think what I was saying was he was standing up mm-hmm. to him so much that he right. was like, he was pissed that Jesse would not take it back.
4: And I understood where Jesse was coming from in some respects. You know, like, what the hell do you want, kid? You asked for one thing? You want this? You want that? Phew. You want this? I'm grateful, bastard. Yeah. I want a cheeseburger. I want a hamburger. I want a hot dog. Yeah. That was a shocker. And, uh, and then... I think at that point we go to the final scene, right? Yep. Burned yep. bodies.
3: Yeah, and then, I mean, yeah, so so we kind of, that's what I was saying. I was, you know, we lead to him going to hell, and all of a sudden we see burned bodies, but it's the burned bodies of the Green Acres people.
4: Yep. That Miles set up. Yep. And he's on the phone calling the Green Acres people and making up excuses about oh. why he didn't get their messages. Yeah, and then and Quinn
3: Cannon and, showed up and started
2: peeing on the bodies, <laughs> and
3: I was like, oh.
4: uh, no, it's next time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you guys need a cool down there's <laughs> a
4: little splash
2: of life and you know it's been um, at least 24 hours so no they had one,
0: to store the body somewhere
3: no one's gonna say nothing
4: yeah did you, did you notice <laughs> his face too I mean he's smiling the whole time and, and he's not he doesn't at one point in the conversation sound like anything's wrong yeah He's just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry I hadn't gotten back to you. Um, <laughs> you know, the sheriff's department, they said they would do this. But I felt, you know, be, be in contact with me. It would probably be my job to call you about this. You know. Yeah. It's it like the been an like accident. The, the sh-
1: yeah,
2: like yeah. The shithead professional phone call that is delivering <laughs> yeah, right. bad news. You know, right. it's, like, it's like watching the know. news with
4: Dan Rather.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's you know you guys i uh, hate to say but uh yeah the bodies are burned up yeah. <laughs> nope. what yeah, was the, uh... you had
3: me uh installing this thing at your house and the whole house burned down you know what can i say mm. hey
4: yeah. but you know i'm letting happened. you know exactly exactly i can tell you about the plane crash with the gleam in his eye Yeah, yeah yeah it's all about the delivery
0: so this will definitely come back to haunt Miles.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh,
3: yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and um, hopefully Quinn Maybe.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Well, you know, I mean, what the weird thing is in Otis Quinn Yes, Otis. <laughs> Otis and
1: Cooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cooter, 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 That's Quincannon. way to burn those bodies, Cooter. Yeah. <laughs>
3: We keep him locked up in the basement. Damn. <laughs> um, are you using your monster voice dead. again? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, we—that's
4: your sundowner. So what, that's what's what, what, what's going to happen in the next one? That's exactly right. I mean, what do you guys think? What, what are we looking at for the next episode?
0: Um. <clears throat> well.
4: Yes, Snipples. I know
0: Sheriff Fruit's gonna been around, wondering where where his son is.
4: True,
3: exactly. Uh, that's a good point. I hadn't actually even thought about that.
0: And he looks kind of sad
3: on the preview,
2: or maybe not, because Sheriff Root's such a dick. Yeah. he may not even care. You know, he may not even care. Well, like he can just be... we've
0: actually seen it on the preview,
4: Ross. Oh so. <laughs>
2: uh, well, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but he wasn't it the
4: previous episode? Didn't he? Didn't he blow out Eugene though?
2: Yeah. The... Oh, yeah, out? Dude. yeah. No.
4: He blew up at him. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't blow him out of his... Yeah.
4: <laughs> he blew him out of his presence. I don't want to know how you blow out anybody. <laughs> wow. This has gone sideways.
0: <laughs> but no, Sheriff Rude, he does start looking around, but he does look sad. Like, he's really concerned. Uh-huh. And I think he is concerned about his boy.
4: Sure, of course he is. I mean, he may have blown up at him, but I think it was out of frustration more than anything. It's not that he doesn't love um Eugene. Right. I think he's very frustrated with the whole situation about Eugene and and, and frankly he's just a jerk. Yeah. Um but I do think he he loves the kid.
0: Yeah, totally. What's what's the next episode called?
4: It's called um, let's see here it's called he gone he gone Woo! he gone <laughs> uh there's no description available, but I think we're talking about uh Eugene if we're talking about he, uh-huh oh, and that's true, he the ramifications of Eugene disappearing. that would be my guess as to what our description will be for the next episode <clears throat> that's true,
0: yeah. And the preview showed that Jesse was totally lying about where Eugene is because Sheriff Root asked uh-huh. him, well, have you seen him? And he's like, nope, I haven't seen him in a while.
4: That's right. He's covering uh-huh. his ass. So uh, that doesn't say a whole lot of complimentary things about our buddy Jesse.
0: No. No. Well, I'm wondering if we'll see Cassidy confront Tulip a little bit more. I don't
4: know. I think I think Cassidy may just kind of back off. He had that yeah. look in his face, like ah, I'm not going to win this one. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, he kind of sees
3: he sees there's a boundary that he doesn't need to get past.
4: Uh mm-hmm.
3: So I think that'll play out that way. I hope that's the way it plays off. Or he's kind off, of a wild out. card. Who knows? He is a wild card. He could he could jump wild in card. Yeah, he could jump in there and be like, yeah, screw Jesse.
4: Doesn't care. Exactly. I'm better than Jesse. I'll just rip his throat out and take. Look. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: well. Are there any other points about this episode that you guys wanted to talk about?
4: No, I think we've. I think we covered. Awesome. Everything pretty well. We've exhausted so. it. We have exhausted it, and I hope we haven't exhausted our listeners. No. Uh,
0: no, of course not. No, no. Because they are awesome.
4: Do you, uh, Kim? Do you have any news points to tell us about today?
0: I do. I do. I do. The biggest one is that Preacher has been picked up for a second season.
1: Woo-hoo!
3: Yeah, that is huge. Yep. So nice.
0: everybody loves Preacher.
3: I think the other side of that is that now that Game of Thrones is done. Yep. And Ooh. there are a lot of people jumping on watching the show. And I think there's a lot of people catching up on it too. I mean, at least, yeah, I don't think we're going to go into too much of the Twitter stuff this time. But a lot of the action that I've seen on Twitter is just like all these people started following us, started following Preacher, uh, that, mm-hmm. you know it's there's Great. a whole nother audience that's that's you know come into seeing you know what this show actually is mm-hmm. that's been so, freed up by freed up by that game of yeah, thrones everybody was, yeah yeah right. everybody was i mean game <laughs> of thrones is awesome i mean it's incredible yes. show it really is but there's a lot of people that like you know they want more content and so now they're like seeing they're finally getting a chance to see preacher so right um no, it's, it's it's actually, I, I think there's going to be a huge audience for it, for sure. Did not
4: we, um question, didn't we uh, hit a threshold of some importance at some point recently?
3: Oh, yeah. We had over 10,000 downloads. For the first time.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice! Right. <laughs> so,
3: yeah, we hit 10,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: After just 38 episodes, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty it's pretty good.
3: Not I bad. Th- yeah, I think, uh, but yeah, it, it peaked. Uh, or it didn't, I shouldn't say it peaked. It it mm-hmm. rose a lot at the end of the Walking Dead episode, so uh, when Negan mm-hmm. came out. But you know what? It didn't really peter off. It kept going. So thanks yeah. for everybody listening out there. Yeah, we're really appreciate it. It's wonderful. Yeah, I mean it's great to see that uh, people are still. Yeah, I mean they're still listening.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Right.
0: And we're getting more and more feedback from listeners through Twitter and over email uh, and and on Facebook. Our next piece of news is that the Comic-Con panel has been announced for Hmm. all of our shows. So that's The Walking Dead, Uh Fear of the Walking Dead, and Preacher. Okay. Okay. So Comic-Con in San Diego happens at the end of July, and all of these Mm -hmm. panels happen on Friday, July 22nd. So anybody who's in the area and attending Comic-Con, you better sit your butt down in one of those chairs and not move the entire day because you'll never get back in.
4: And if 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 you will let us know that you're going, we'll send you a whole bunch of our cards of our podcast, mm-hmm. and you can hand them out. Exactly, that would be awesome.
3: And we'll send you our one of our sleeveless T shirts that Ross is sporting right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we should put, we'll put it up on the website. Uh, the Space T shirt. Oh, that's nice. <laughs>
1: Yep. So, the, uh, looking good. so the
0: Fear the Walking Dead panel is going to be the first one <laughs> and that's Thank going you. to happen at 12 noon and it's going to have all of the major cast members Kim Dickens, Cliff Murda- Cl- Cliff Curtis, Alicia Debnan Carey, Frank Delane, Lorenzo James Henry, Mercedes Mason, Coleman Domingo, and Danae Garcia who is a new actor, a new cast uh-huh. member. Um, and then David Erickson, the showrunner and producer and then also Robert Kirkman, Gail Ann Hurd, Greg Nicotero, and Dave Albert are gonna be on there. Nice. And then there's gonna be an autograph session on the next day, July twenty third. And they're also going to have a replica of the yacht.
4: No kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah.
0: So it's gonna be parked at the Fifth Avenue Pier behind the San Diego Convention Center. And (laughs) you can go on the yacht and like tour around and all that stuff. It's gonna be called the Abigail Experience. So that's very that's cool. Peculiar. I
4: know exactly where that is, too. That's very yeah. cool. That would be fun. And then
0: the Walking Dead panel happens immediately after the Fear of the Walking Dead panel at one o'clock. And it's going to be <laughs> Andrew Lincoln, Norman Rita, Steven Young, Lauren Cohen, Denai Guerrero, Chandler Riggs, Michael Cudlett, Sinequel Martin Green, Christian Cerrados, Mar- Ross Marquand, and Josh McDermott, which, as you know, that's the entire lineup of the people in front of Negan. Right. Mm. They're not leaving anybody out.
2: But the order you just announced them and.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, What do we reason that mean? What could that mean? (laughs) And then Scott
0: Gimple is going to be there as well as Kirkman. He's going to be doing that panel again. Um, And then Gail Ann Hurd and Greg Nicotero and David Albert. And then both of those panels are going to be moderated by Chris Hardwick. And Mm -hmm. then after The Walking Dead, um, their autograph session is going to be on Friday at 2.30. Okay. So that'd be cool. And then everybody has a chance to get their photo taken with the entire lineup of Negan's crew. So exciting.
4: Oh, how much is that going <laughs> like, to cost? I would die if I was there.
0: <laughs> Probably like three or $600. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, the preacher panel is going to be Friday at 630, and that's going to be moderated by Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's going to be Dominic Cooper, Ruth Negga, Joseph Gilgan, Ian Colletti, and Graham McTavish, and mm-hmm. Seth Mac- Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, and Garth Ennis, who created wow, cool. the comic book.
1: Cool. Good.
0: Yep. And they're actually going to be doing a two-hour panel because they're going to be doing a live reading of the script. So that'd oh, be cool. cool. Wow. Yes. Very cool. Yes. 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 So that's exciting. I wish I could be there.
1: Yeah. When, to? I know when it's is gonna this
3: be again? What are the dates?
0: Friday, July twenty-second. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Scott, think... you heading out there? Yep. Okay, sweet. So we yep. get our on site person. I'll do the remote. Okay, sweet.
0: Last year Walker Stalker did an event, a fan fest event, but I don't think they're gonna do it this year because it was totally insane last year.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Do you think they'll so... bring any of the um the those guys or the preacher people to um the Walker Charlotte Stalker? Walker Stalker I would... in um, December?
0: Nobody's been announced, but okay. it doesn't mean they won't. Okay. I hope so. It would be cool since they're an AMC show.
3: Yeah. Right, and right. we could down. possibly get Ross down there. Uh, possibly.
0: But more than likely, if anybody would show up, it would be the Atlanta show. The man on the street. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh,
1: so look for
0: them for the Atlanta show. But then, also in LA news, the Walking Dead Experience. Yes. Universal <clears> Studios <throat> has opened up their walkthrough.
3: Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw photos yep. of that. Yep. It looks insane. It looks really cool, actually. I was impressed.
0: Yeah. And it's headed up by Nicotero, so, like, the makeup is, like, legit. And it looks awesome. And what's what's that lady's name that's always on the Talking Dead? The fan?
4: Um, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the black girl? Yeah. What's her name? Um, yes, I know you're talking about. Um, oh,
0: I can't remember her name. Anyways, she was at the live opening event. And she was she on walked that show, Community. Yes.
2: Uh, like Miss Precious or something like that, or yeah. Not
0: Miss Precious. I can't remember. Her name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, she
0: walked through, and when she came out, she was like shaking. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be good. And Stuart and I are going to Universal Orlando. Oh. In October, so I'm hoping by then they'll have the the Orlando one open.
4: Very nice. Mm.
0: That'd be awesome.
4: Yeah, scare the shit out of your kids. Perfect.
0: No, they're not going. Yeah, this right. is for Halloween horror nights. They can't go. <laughs> so
4: You draw um, the line there, is that what you're trying to say?
0: Yes. That's what I'm saying. Only
3: the youngest will
4: go. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone under eighteen is allowed in. Because it's super you sure creepy. You certainly
4: can't sneak him in there without hair.
0: No.
3: no.
4: We'll put him on stilts. Ah, cool. This would be a so, like little
3: bit He is Kellar. Right. Cal- <laughs> Kellar.
0: The last little bit of news is that Walker Stalker Con and Heroes and Villains Fan Fest are going to merge for a one day charity event on Orlando on September 17th to benefit the victims of the Orlando Pulse nightclub shootings. Because nice. James Frazier, who started the entire Walker Stalker Con and Heroes and Villains um, Fan Fest conglomerate, he's originally from Orlando and went to high school there and all that stuff. So, He wanted to do something um, to benefit everyone who was affected by that event, so he's going to be holding a one-day event, and all proceeds will go towards the victims of the shootings, and it will feature stars from The Walking Dead and Arrow, like Stephen Amell, Mm -hmm. and then um, they're going to be announcing more stars as they get closer. Tickets start at $55, so it's kind of Mm -hmm. pricey, but... That's that's not bad. It's going to be all the major stars from The Walking Dead, so that's
3: cool. Mm
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Definitely. That's it. What
4: the hell was that? <laughs> Wait, sorry, that's me. You doing some sanding there? Uh, <laughs> you bringing down the bringing down the attic stairs? All right.
2: <laughs> yeah. I get some light remodeling done during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: so is that all the news that's fit to print?
0: That's all we got, buddy.
4: Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Nice job. Thanks. Nice job. Thanks. Uh, We got anything else? I think that's it. Oh, baby. You know what that means.
0: Time to wrap it up.
4: Time to wrap it up.
0: Yeah. So thank you to everyone for listening to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. And thank you to Ross for joining us once again, especially back-to-back weeks.
3: Thanks, Ross.
2: Thanks Thanks for having me.
0: You're awesome. And thanks to Scott for coming back from Ireland.
3: (laughs) sound like we, we almost lost him there. I was worried Ross would do so damn
4: well. You wouldn't want me back. (laughs) All
3: right, well, we need to talk after the podcast,
2: Scott.
4: Uh, Shit. (laughs) (laughs) We're just giving
1: you
2: time to sober (laughs) up,
1: that's
4: all. Ah, feck it.
3: (laughs) Thank you for your sign-off, Kim.
0: Oh, yeah. So, you can find us, if you want to, on Twitter, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. And you can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. And if you want to get in touch with us or send us your thoughts on our episodes, you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. So, we'll be back next week to review episode six of Preacher. And we've only got three, three more weeks of Preacher.
3: Oh, is that right? Oh, wow.
0: It ends yeah. July 31st.
3: That's
0: mm. right. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> then we have a month break and Shit. then fear comes back August 21st,
3: so. Alright. Sounds good. Yeah. F- feckin' assholes. Arseholes. Arsholes. Okay. Ah, so, it right, we'll You're see, my brother.
2: Ah.
0: We'll see all of you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.
2: Good night. Good night. See ya. Blue,
1: blue party. I'm so excited blue, blue party Just alone We are invited Step into the world of power Loyalty